0: Welcome to ClearFit Coaching. My name is David Newcomer, and I am here to help you succeed. I've been fortunate to work with some amazing athletes, successful companies, and incredible clubs and nonprofits throughout my career. I've had the opportunity to direct events, expand charitable outreach, and develop some great friendships and relationships along the way. But maybe most importantly, I've developed and implemented plans to live a happy, balanced life. Plans that I wanna share with you. I have a beautiful family, balanced financial objectives, and have worked hard to put myself in a position that allows for growth, curiosity, and fulfillment. I believe life begins at the edge of your comfort zone, so I'm going to help you push yourself beyond what you know and do today. It's a fun process and one that can lead to a lasting change that you and everyone around you will see and appreciate. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, hello, and thank you again for tuning in to the ClearFit Coaching Podcast. My name is David, and I'm happy to have you here. we had a uh, wonderful morning so far. It's still pretty early in the day, but um, winter has arrived. We got our, uh, I think maybe second or third snow. That's <laughs> funny. I'm not exactly Sure. We've had a couple. Nothing substantial, but man, this last week we had some cold weather set in here in Colorado that's just sticking around. And uh still sunshiny and bright and beautiful. Um uh, my dog Calvin is extraordinarily happy about it. His energy level, as I've said a thousand times, it's just through the roof when this kind of stuff comes around. So he's very happy with it. Although one transition that he's making is that he's decided that maybe sleeping outside for the whole night isn't as cool. Um so he has been making a transition of sleeping inside, which is a little bit of an adjustment. And um, the last couple of nights, sleep quality has suffered a little bit. Last night was better than the night before, for sure. And I think maybe he's getting used to it. Um, but uh, we'll see how things go as the time progresses. I know that snow can actually act as an insulator for dogs, and uh, particularly Malamutes. Don't get me wrong. He's meant for this, folks. He's not being neglected. He wants to be out there when he does go outside. And they burrow. Uh, And they'll make, you know, use of that snow as kind of a, not obviously as a choice, they don't know what they're doing. It's instinct, but they make use of it as an insulative um, material and stay a little bit warmer that way. He and I had a great run this morning, just up and through a park here locally. It's challenging sometimes because he's wanting to stop and sniff something every 20 yards. It seems like, but just the same great way to get the blood flowing. Hope you're all doing well. I wanted to talk this week about a subject that I know many of my colleagues and friends are dealing with at this time, and um, it has to do with our kids being college-bound. Right now, we're uh, looking at that time of year where we're applying to different schools and getting acceptance letters and such, making decisions about where to go, and, um, excuse me, for some of us, I know that this is a bit of a surprise that our kids are at this age, and uh, some of us are better prepared and some of us are still kind of wondering, and shaking our heads at the price of everything and the, the way this is all going to work out. Um, there's a lot to be considered here and there's a lot to balance. So how much do we take on? How do we help our kids through this process? Uh, these are kind of some of the things that I want to talk a little bit about today. Uh, one of the first things that I've been talking with the family about is the value of the experience. And Certainly, the education is a big part of it, and I'm proud that our daughter has an idea about you know, what she might want to pursue and where she wants to go, but there's a lot of experience too to be had outside or beyond the education itself. Um, the applications right now, just the process that we're going through demands a lot of independence and kind of preps her for those processes that are going to need to be initiated and completed by yourself. And it's not to say that we're not willing to help. I'm proud that she actually takes a lot of these things on and gets them done and just kind of gives us a status uh, when those things are completed. And um, at the same time, you know, we're still working with those tendencies of procrastination and some of it's just challenge of process. There's a lot of connections. Some of it's a lot better than what it was when maybe we applied to school. Uh, Or I don't know if you've gone through this recently, but there are different applications that are interconnected. There's a common app that's very helpful. A lot of these things can be, accommodated in uh, fewer steps and a lot more automated fashion. Um, But I don't know the deficiency is necessarily there. As much as you would hope that some of these things led to the ability to uh, lessen the amount of work or make it a less stressful process, the interconnectedness and sometimes the usernames and passwords and email confirmations and such, we all know the challenges associated with that. And it's as true in this process as with anything. Let's talk for a moment here about some of the concerns that uh, the College Hopes and Worries Survey Report is a published survey for 19 years from Princeton Review, shows that um, 38% of our students are worried about their exams and the scores to get in, 31% are worried about the application process, 20% are concerned about the time waiting for responses from the schools to which they've applied. And 11% are still fighting over what schools to choose from. These are percentages of high concern for our students in this application process for schools. So they're certainly facing a uh, considerable amount of challenges on their part. Now, interestingly, one of the things that didn't show up on this report as one of the top concerns is something that uh, differs from a conversation I just had with my daughter in that her top concern is moving away. And not just moving away, But, you know, leaving the state, moving out of the house, those are one thing. But the other is that there's a lot of these are the lasts, right? This is the last first day of school is when things started for even back in August. But this is the last dance or this is the last day that we do this X, Y, or Z. Uh, That's as much a concern for her as any of this issue with college selection and so forth with the Princeton Review concerns. I kind of got off track just a little bit. I was going to say that one of the things I was talking about, the value beyond the education, is that if your kids are looking at going to college at this time, then yours, like mine, have been affected by the disruptions of COVID and learning from home and some of the challenges that uh, we're all facing with interactions with one another face-to-face. It was just a very turbulent time. And as much as anything, I just wish for the best experience going to school that things can afford. I want her to know that, um, you know, these last four years have been unusual and I don't know that things are going to return to normal. You certainly hope so. Uh, maybe at least a little bit more normal than what they've been, but I'm hoping that we don't find anything as disruptive as we did. And if you've got kids that were in college through this period, my heart goes out to you. That's gotta be so challenging to, to have had, uh, the covid experience and having to either come home or or work from an isolated location uh not on campus and the attendance of classes and those kinds of things was a very strange period of time so um hoping that that helps you know one of the things too that is a challenge at this time is the cleaving process and getting ready for our kids to move on um they've been with us for so long for their whole lives <laughs> literally right and now we're all kind of feeling the, oh, crap, we've got to allow some space between us and make sure that you can take these things on and that you're going to be living outside of the house. You're going to be taking things on your own. Um, our daughter's considering going to school out of state. And that's not to say that the challenge isn't just the same for those who are in state. If you're moving out of the house and you're living on campus, uh, which is you know so common for that first year or so expected... It's a hard time, and getting ready for that is a is a big consideration uh, as well. So the value of the education, as much as anything with everything, it's about the process, right? I don't recall uh, everything that I learned in school, although I do surprise myself from time to time when I'm helping her out with homework, particularly in the sciences and biology, how much is still rattling around up in the old brain upstairs. Uh, the specific knowledge and education, if it's put into practice, will certainly retain it. Um, and then there's also some consideration as to whether or not our career choices or the career choices of our children take us beyond that four-year degree. There's also some thought to be given here as to whether or not that four-year degree is the appropriate choice for your kid at this time. You may want to consider delaying a year, or it may be that they're looking at more of a vocational interest or an aptitude that says, hey, this isn't necessarily a degree-related direction. And that's okay. We live in a world where, you know, there are so many opportunities to pursue a livelihood in something that is a, a meaningful pursuit that it doesn't necessarily require that we all go through the same steps. Um was watching a, a tremendous training yesterday, taking part in a training class that was talking about the different types of careers and the pros and cons of each of them. And the suitability that may apply for one field of interest over another, you know, they've all got their pluses and minuses. But when you lay these things out, a lot of them, in the end, they fairly equal out. You know, there's benefits to working for a big corporation. There's benefits to working for yourself. um, There's benefits to being employed in more of a vocational uh, pursuit. And there's minuses to each of these things, too. And if you take the time to sit down and kind of go through these things, you know, we'll see in the end that you can pursue any one of them. And it may be like myself, uh, that you, you have an opportunity to touch on different types of jobs and different types of careers, uh, choices throughout yours as well. Each of them comes with great lessons. Each of them has led to progress for me. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. All right. So changes in the process, Um, we've got majors to consider, schools to consider, relationships with their friends and family to consider. Uh, There's a lot that changes when our kids go to school and we need to be sure that we're supportive and helpful for them. Um, Our challenges uh, include some of those as well, right? The relationships with our partners, with our spouses will change. Our relationships uh, with other children in the house will change when one goes to school. We've got some challenges, certainly, with regards to the financials that are considered here. School is a very expensive prospect. It certainly hasn't gotten any cheaper. There's also a big one here with consideration to loneliness on both ends. We've got loneliness that our kids might be facing when they first go to school. Some will be going to school with friends and and people that they know, which is great. Others, it's going to be a big change and making new friends. Maybe it's a great opportunity. Maybe it's something that they're looking forward to. But uh, loneliness is certainly something to keep in mind. Um, For our own relationships, we need to make sure that uh, we're secure with those relationships with our partners, with our spouses. Um, The empty nest (laughs) syndrome, it it certainly presents an opportunity for many as much as anything. You can pursue new ideas with your career. Uh, You can continue with those plans moving towards retirement. You want to make sure you finish strong. Um, it gives you an opportunity to focus on some different things while our kids are in school. Obviously there's some financial considerations still the uh, cost of tuition, the cost of living. We've got some of these things in common, right? You know, we're both facing the finan- the student perspective, you know, their perception is a little bit different. Um, but, uh, maybe they're not liking the school or maybe they're not getting along with a roommate that they thought they, or in the way that they wish that they would, um, Sometimes they're not liking the constant contact from parents. We tend to worry about how they're doing and maybe we're reaching out a little bit too much. I've talked with a few people that, uh, find over time that it's really best to let your kid initiate the conversation as much as, as you might. Um, and then sometimes, you know, our kids are just, like I said, they're a little homesick for friends and maybe feeling a little bit lonely there and trusting the process for our kids is a big step. The idea that this education, that this experience, this four-year degree that they're working toward or the college that they're moving to is going to provide for something that's lasting Uh, in the future, we can only hope to demonstrate first, but just the same. The trust in that process is a big one. Um, In common, we've all got that concern about money. Our kids are going to be struggling in many cases with the money needed for day-to-day stuff, and hopefully you've taken some steps to put some money aside and help with the uh, costs associated with the education these days, which we all know is outrageous. Um, But uh, still, such an incredible time of life, right? I mean, being a student, it's hard work, but it really comes with such a reward. Uh, Memories that last a lifetime. We just got together this last weekend with a lot of those friends of mine. And you reconnect, and it's a brother and sisterhood like none other, yeah, it's, it's certainly worth it. And I hope that um, everyone's doing all right with this. All right. So those are a lot of the things to consider in the college bound examples here. Um, I hope that everyone is uh, doing well with these things. And if you've got any ideas or questions that are specific to your circumstance, I'm certainly willing to talk with you about these things. It's one of the areas that, uh, as I've said, I'm involved with myself at the moment. I'm doing a lot of research in this. I heard a great analogy the other day that talks about the information age in a different sense that, you know, sometimes we've felt like we've had to weed through so much junk to find the needle in the haystack kind of an idea. But the truth is that there are so many great resources out there today that oftentimes we're picking from among the best. And that's one of the things that I'm taking the time to do in my profession today is to make sure that those tools that I select for my clients are among the best available So again, visit us at clearfitcoaching.com and check out some of the programs we've got to offer. You'll see that button in the upper right-hand corner for getting started. I have got some great clients. We're having some good conversations. Things are moving along beautifully. And uh, this is a great time of year to start with those things, to make sure that we enter 2023, which is just in a month and a half or so, um, almost exactly, in fact, that we enter this next year with the... uh, the energy that we need to make the best of it. All right. I hope you're all having a great day. Thanks for your time. And we'll talk to you soon.